stand on the rock. Hey, I tell you, this is it. And that's why I invited you just today. I think the invitation was today. And then you came in your largest numbers here. Hallelujah. He says the foundation of the rock. Why did, we, why did we put it on the rock? Because we knew where we want to reach. We want to reach heaven. Hey. <laughs> Leo ni Leo. Today is today. I thought we need to sit down and talk. Can you sit down a moment? We need to have some serious conversation. Because lest you be caught up in the wave. And say, wow, we are enjoying eh? our revival, our church, our ministry. Uh, no, amesema nini? Amesema ativiwete watatembea kwa hile mkutane ya ijayo. Huyo akisha sema hivo, uwe itatendeka ya, itatendeka tu. Huyo unajua kwa ministry yetu. Hey! Hey! Excuse me. Lest we misunderstand one another. My son Mwangola, lest we misunderstand each other. It's important that we go back. How did it begin? Already too lofty. The cloud has come. God the Father himself is now in the house. But how did it begin? How was it built? I may not have been here, but I need to know. It's a right. That I may now walk well riveted on this original mission. Otherwise, you know, you can misuse it. You can think it's a place of sin also. Hey. No, that's why I'm having this engagement with you. Right? So he said... By listening to the word of the Lord. The words of God Yahweh. And then obeying. He said when they did so. Then those, when the two did so. Then it became the foundation of the rock. No wonder it's longest lasting. And moving from glory to more glorious. To glory to heaven to heaven. Heaven everybody is going to heaven now. Everybody. All of you are going to heaven. I've decreed. Hallelujah. I want you to go all of you. There's no time for remaining here now. Hey. Everybody must enter now. This is powerful, beloved people. Then he built it. Hmm? And so for those countries out there, now you know how to build it. This is the way it was done. This is the way it must be done. Hallelujah. Who is that running? I greet you. You say it's, it's, it's my daughter, Helen. Okay, finish quickly and come quickly. Oh, that people, no, we will be full here. <laughs> By sunset, right? I tell you. The foundation of the rock. So then, you see that? He said, unless the Lord build the house, those workers at that site, men at work, the signpost, they travail in vain. Why? It's coming down, right? It's a tragedy. And then he said, after that, he now read for you what happens when they build without him. And then he said, look at the towers of Babel all over the land, the churches all over the land. Where God is not visiting. What, and yet they still think they are going to heaven. How can women dress like that in the church and you're not rebuking? Oh, the pastor, the pastor herself dress, uh, or himself. You know, please. And then you're still thinking you're heading in the same direction. I said the towers of Babel are all over California, where the east coast, the west coast, they are full, right? Uh, they are very full in the west coast. Even San Francisco. You, you, don't, you can just walk two, two blocks, you meet one. There are so many. The towers of Babel. And they still think they are going big stories.
stories there. Homosexuals are in there. They want to be anointed. Some of them, uh, pregnancies and name it left and right, right? And they are baking it thoroughly. Because they want to reach it. They want to reach. They want to be successful in their mission. Ay, how do you do that? So he said, here it was begun by the Lord building the house. No wonder you see him coming to his house. Hey, hallelujah. All the time. And not going anywhere else. Excuse me, is that serious? Is that much serious? Hey. I tell you, Jesus is Lord. So because of time, we need to run through a few things, right? Real quick, because I want to get into a new area, a notch, right? So Matthew 16, verse 18. How the foundation was built. That's why I'm trying to finish with that also. Right, right now, how the foundation was built. Matthew 16, 18, I've said, right? Is somebody learning a thing or two about this glorious move of God? Plenty, right? Hallelujah. Matthew 16, 18. Once I get there, I'll let you know. Matthew 16, 18. Look at what he says here. He says... 16, 18, Matthew 16, 18, he says, And I tell you that you are Peter, and on this rock I'll build my church, and the gates of Hades will not overcome it. Sometimes I need to read a bigger narrative and then come to you, right? But I'm able to explain, right? How are we together? What is he saying here in the laying of the foundation of this mighty move of God, this house of God, the house of the Lord? The house of Jehovah. What is he saying? What is the message he's giving? He's essentially saying that when he asked them, oh, whom? Who, who do people say I am? What are they saying? Some say you are Elijah. Some say you are the prophet of old, come back. Some say you are John the Baptist, come back. And so forth. And then he turned to Peter, he turned to them, to them now, and asked, and how about you? Yes. Whom do you say I am? Whom do you say I am? How about you? Whom do you say I am? If there are people who have come with Bishop Helen, they need to be sitting here to follow Bible study. Please, I don't want to do this. I'm live on air. Please. Whether drive or who, they need to sit here. Those things they can carry later. I mean, whatever. The non-perishables, right? Hallelujah. How about you? Whom do you say I am? Then Simon Peter turned around and said, you are Christ, the Son of the Living God. Hey, Christ, the Son of the Living God. In other words, you are the Messiah. And he said, strictly based on that declaration, I will build my church now. Hallelujah. Oh, yes. On the rock that is the Messiah. 
Bishop Helen, there's a place for you here with your chair. You, she will sit in front here or there will squeeze. There's a way she will fit there. Thank you. Come right in front like this. Ah, we are global. And he is always alive to life, right? Even as he preaches. If you go in there next to senior council, oh, that is a very senior council in this nation, the attorney general's chambers. So, just sit knowing that. Please. So listen to me now. Strictly based on that declaration that you are Christ, the Son of the living God. You are the Messiah. He said, on that rock, now I build my church. I'm ready. Now I'm ready. You are found out. Now I'm ready to do it. If you make a mistake and think it was Peter, then you become the idolatry of Catholic Church. That's where they got it wrong. Where? He wants to build, and now we find that he's building on the rock. Somebody say, on the rock. He built it on the rock. The rock it is eternal. So, I want to ask you, right before I move on, before I move on, I want to ask you all, is your Christian life also, because right here, it is built on the rock, but is your Christian life also built on the rock? Huh. I said we are calibrating, we are reviewing, right? Reviewing who? The believer. The believer. Is your Christian life also embedded and founded on the rock? Don't, don't do it on sand. If you do it on sand, you see what happens to all these churches out here. Any whimsical notion comes. Eh? Any whimsical notion, any funny gospels come, will sweep you away. You won't see God. You won't see even the visitations of God. Oy. I tell you. Can we move on stepwise? The book of Exodus 17 verse 6. On the rock. That you may understand what is happening in this move of God. That all the nations may hunger for it. And invite me so that this may happen in their lands. Right? Are we together? Hey. Big, big, big year tonight, right? Very big. Exodus chapter what? 7? 17 verse 6 I said. Okay, I get to it and then I read it. Exodus 17 verse 6. And he says the following. 17 6 he says, I will stand there before you by the rock at Horeb. In Israel they say Horeb. At Horeb. Again, I will stand there before you at Horeb and strike the rock and the water will gush out out of that rock and the people will begin to drink so he did that listen to this now in this place there was a bit of thirst hunger too but thirst i want to focus on past 
There was thirst. There is thirst everywhere. People are thirsty. There was thirst. And then, when he decreed that he wants to build it on the rock, then he says, I will stand there. And then, he struck the rock, and washed out Washed out, and you have been drinking and 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 drinking forever until the Messiah comes. Did you understand? Yes, that is how you started drinking. You need to know it was from the foundation that he struck the rock. Now people are drinking. They keep coming from, and there's always enough to drink. Hey, can you sit down for a moment? The foundation of the rock. Now we found out that the rock also nourishes them. Is nourishing you. Wow. What a church. What a nourishment. What a thirst quencher. And they are coming from all over. And it has never, Kisima, the rock, it has never stopped. The springs of living water have never stopped gushing out. And everybody is always drinking enough. Hey, I love Jesus. And by voice the Lord said, this past night by voice, he said, the privilege of the grace is what you are going to talk about there. I'm simply talking about the privilege of the grace. It's not a right. The privilege of the grace is not a right. Let's move on because of time. The book of Numbers 20 verse 11. Numbers 20 11. Again to see this rock. And you can read on and on about the rock. Numbers 20 11. I need to finish from there and then I move. Because the sun is moving down real quick. Numbers 20 11. He says the following, Numbers 20, 11. He says, once I get it, I'll read it for you. He says, okay, begin 10. Okay, 11. He says, then Moses raised, 10 says, he and Aaron gathered the assembly together in front of the rock. Then Moses said, listen, you rebels, must we bring you water out of this rock then Moses raised his arm and struck the rock twice with his staff water gushed out and the community and their livestock began to drink then they drank are we together oh yes it is still gushing out. It is still gushing out. And still quenching thirst. As many as can come, the whole world can drink from this. This is the rock that is Christ Jesus. That is the one on which this church, this ministry, this move of God was built. Aye. How awesome, right? <laughs> Very powerful. And then later we can read on and on because uh, we don't have much time. On and on. But allow me just read one or two more things to captivate your heart, to capture you 
on this matter of the foundation of the rock. How many are saying, please read it. Please do it unto us. I am ready to do it. That's why I'm here, right? So now, the book of Daniel chapter 2, verses 34. Remember, I've seen this tremendous dream a few times. Daniel chapter 2, 34 to 44. 34 to 35, rather. 34, 35, and then we're going to read Daniel chapter 2, 44, 45. We begin with Daniel 2, 34, 35. Is everybody with me? Isn't it awesome to be here today? I told you that you may have to step out of offices a bit, excuse yourself, take a short break, tell them, please, I will work longer tomorrow. And then you come, but what you'll catch here? No, no, it is eternal. No man can take, nobody can take it away from you. You will simply enter with it. Yes. So in that way, you still go back to work. You'll work even better because you know your heavenly material, your heaven material. Hallelujah. So this is powerful. But Daniel chapter 2, Daniel chapter 2, beloved people, 33, 34, I'm reading. Again, Daniel 2, 33, I need to get 34. Okay, it says here. It's rather 34, 35 is what I need. Daniel 2, 34, 35, once I get it. Say, while you were watching, a rock was cut out, but not by human hands. It struck the statue on his feet of iron and clay and smashed them. Then the iron, the clay, the bronze, the silver, and the gold were broken into pieces at the same time. And they became like chaff on a threshing floor in the summer. The wind swept them away without leaving a trace. But the rock that struck the statue became a huge mountain that filled the entire earth. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Can you sit down and explain this? Oh yes. This is very big. I'm simply talking about the foundation upon which it was laid. For it to be this beautiful. This wonderful. This marvelous. This mighty. This glorious. This eternal. This heavenly. Hallelujah. And then he gives the interpretation. Can I give it a little bit? Just the, and then I will explain all. Don't worry. Once I captivate, get you to a place, then I'll explain both. And then the same Daniel 2, but I say now 44, 45, right? And Daniel 2, 44, 45, this is what he says. Once I get it, I read it for you again. He says the following now. Daniel 2, 44, 45. Once I get it, I read it. Here he says, in the time of those kings, that is now the interpretation, right? In the time of those kings, the God of heaven will set up a kingdom that will never be destroyed. Neither will it be left to another people. It will crush all those kingdoms and bring them to an end. But it will itself endure forever. This is the meaning of the vision of the rock cut out of a mountain but not by human hands. The rock that smote the iron and the bronze and the clay and the silver and the gold into pieces and swept them away. Hallelujah. Can I, can I move it a, a little further? Or I can describe a little, then move. But Because if I add something in, you're going to be astounded, right? I need to add something small so I have the three scriptures, then I bring it to you. If I add Acts chapter 2, okay, are we together? And then I'll explain to you how the foundation was laid. 
I will be now a place to talk to you. Hallelujah. How awesome. Acts chapter 2. In the noonday. To dispense the gospel. The powerful gospel of the rock. The gospel of the kingdom. Right? This is powerful. <laughs> I am so blessed. I said the book of Acts chapter 2. Right? I'm reading from verse 1. I could read on and on. But you know. There's so much. I'll read verse 1. I'll jump others because of time. Just to underscore. It says. When the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. Suddenly the sound like a blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed like tongues of fire that were separated and came on to and rested on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and they began to speak in tongues as the Spirit of God enabled them. They were God-fearing people in Jerusalem. I'm now jumping. I'm jumping now to verse, uh, verse 14. He says, Then Peter stood up with the eleven, raised his voice, and addressed the crowd. He said, Fellow Jews and all of you who live in Jerusalem, let me explain this to you. Listen carefully to what I say. These men are not drunk as you suppose. It is only nine o'clock in the morning. No, this is what was spoken of by the prophet Joel. In the last days, God, God says, I will pour out my spirit. I'll pour it all over the world and so forth and so forth. You can read up to 39. Can I explain a little bit now? This is powerful. When the Lord showed me that tremendous dream of Daniel, the rock, now let me explain to you people, all of you focused on me. The rock comes from this direction. This direction. Not like this, but this direction. This direction. So slanting like this. And that rock is like this. It is sharp on the edges. So this and this. Sharp. Sharp here, sharp here. It's coming. And this tremendous statue in front of me the feet alone were huge. They are reaching somewhere. And then all of a sudden, I was still mesmerized at this tremendous idol that has covered the earth. Huh? Then the, I saw the rock coming. The rock is a bit darkish brownish. Coming from a distance, you think darkish purple. But actually, it's darkish brown. Came and smote it at the feet. Poof! I tell you. Poof! And the wind. And then the rock became a mountain. That's why you see in the dream I say that I'm, I'm, I'm about to fall into the sea. I cannot have where to put my feet. because I'm about to fall. The whole earth is covered. Hallelujah. What is he saying here? And the interpretation says that this is the kingdom of God that will never be left to another again. That will smash all the other idolatrous idols and, and sinful kingdoms and bring them down what the world was worshipping, right? Now, that is amazing then. If he's building this church, if he has sent his two mighty, mighty, most dreadful prophets, the most glorified prophets to build this church, 
this visitation of God upon the rock. And then now, he is reading from this dream here. I think he has seen this two or three times. This dream. Now, look at this now. Then essentially saying that the church from inception, the objective for building the church, when Jesus brought the church from inception, is that the church be the vehicle for transmitting mortal men to the eternal kingdom of God. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. That the church be the instrument for transmitting man into the kingdom of God. Mortal man. That's number one. Number two, he's saying the following. Look at this now. Okay, I know you're writing, but sometimes I really need you. I need your contact. I really need you. Your address. Huh? I need you. Because he's saying that now this rock, this church, the church is the vehicle because he has now said that the rock upon which the church was created has now become the kingdom of God on the earth. Meaning the church is the vehicle for transmission. Transmitting men into the glorious kingdom of God. But look at this now. He's saying, now you're looking at me. Thank you, thank you, sir. I may move on, please. You distort me if you don't. He's saying the following. He's saying that please don't leave Jerusalem until, please, don't leave the upper room until power has come from on high. Hey, excuse me. What manner of fear is going on in that room, right? They fear they're going to be slaughtered, right? They're up there. They fear to come out because they're going to be slaughtered. They're in the upper room. They lock themselves inside, trembling. And he told them as much. He told them, please don't attempt to leave that room or Jerusalem until power has come from on high, the Holy Spirit I promised. And then now you can leave. And then, sure enough, okay, let, let me describe, oh, I'm going to describe a lot of things here. Uh, but I, I need to describe many. Can I finish with this first? He's saying, he's saying the following. Don't go. Don't preach it. Don't evangelize. Don't try. Don't try. My son, Thiongo, you, are sit, you come with your seat and sit in front here. You know, we are global. People are now hearing you worldwide. Listen to this now. He's saying, don't leave. Remain there in that condition. Afraid to come out. Until the Holy Spirit comes down. Tangara, you'll move a little bit. Yes, each of you. Notch, notch, don't overdo it. Don't, don't act up. Each of you. So listen to what he says. Arakamwiti. Okay. So now everybody's on me now. Until power, visitation has come from on high. Listen to this now. Then the visitation boom, 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 boom like violent wind. And when the visitation happens, look at this now. Look at me. On this other side. The visitation happens. When it happens, they are afraid. They were afraid then. When it happens, then Peter steps forward. Hallelujah. 
And Peter says, Men of Galilee, I have now acquired courage. I have been fortified. I am now strong enough. I want to say something. Have you heard about Jesus? I tell you, I tell you, I tell you. Can you sit down a moment, please? Hey! From trembling and quaking and panicking and fearful, and now came forward and said, people of the earth, people of Jerusalem, I am now ready. I feel I can do it now. Please lend me your ears from a distance. <laughs> Not give it to me. Lend me your ears. I have something to say. Raise me a table here. I need to stand up. It's like you are in a restaurant and you jump on the table and you say, excuse me people in this restaurant. I need to address you now. I feel I'm ready. Have you heard about Jesus? <laughs> I tell you. I tell you. I tell you. Can you sit down? Can you sit down? Oh yes. That is amazing. Because Later, I'm going to juxtapose. Later on with time, I'm going to juxtapose. I'm going to take a look. The original blueprint of Jesus. I'm going to talk about Jesus. I'm going to tell you how he defined the church. Oh yes. We have to take the original primer, the blueprint as a primer, and then juxtapose what you have here. Say, I, is it still marching? Where, where? I tell you. <laughs> I tell you, are they still superimposed on another? Or there is a mismatch? Why? I tell you. Because he's saying that there is trembling and panicking here. And there is literally no church, no evangelism, no worship. You are going to be slaughtered any minute, right? And then, based on the oracles of Jesus my Lord the Messiah because he said I will go there I will send him to you I won't leave you orphans I will strengthen you I will enable you I will fortify you I will equip you I will weaponize you hey hey weaponized and so once I have weaponized you then you will just see for yourselves huh and then, based on those oracles, he goes on high. And yes, sure indeed, he releases the Holy Spirit. Look at this. From, look, look now. I'm not, I don't have much time to read it. Look. God the Father transmits to him. Actually, from the right hand, he gives him with the right hand. Like this. And he, he says, and he received the gift. Even, uh, even David saw, he received the gift he promised. If you read all of uh, Acts chapter 2, you'll see it. He now received the gift he promised. From, from who? From God the Father at the throne position. They're seated on the throne. He gives him and Jesus stands down. And when, you know, coming from who? From God the Father. Coming from where? From heaven, the throne of God. And then when that, when that power, that gift arrives and touches people. And then all of a sudden, they jump on the tables, those who are hiding. Say, so listen to me, people of Jerusalem. I have something to say. I must say my sayings. 
I feel I'm ready to say it. Give me your ears. Now they have they are weaponized, they have strength. And when they begin to say, 3,000 are added, then the church is bathed out. Bathed out. Bathed out. Imezaliwa. Kanisa sasa imezaliwa. Because you know, I've always been interested in, because you know, this whole, let, let me tell you, do you know how this one began in Kenya? It began with a, began with a home cell. Home cell. So, so you know, the, 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 the home cell is by design. <laughs> Don't take these things for joke. These are by design. So you have home cells, you're doing home cells, right? No, th th those things are by design from the throne of God. That is the instruction of the hidden counsel of God. I was on these radios in the city. People had me drove and uh, home cell. And one of the people in the first home cell, the one I call number 0000, all the way put one million zeros, number one. 0001 is Bishop Macharius who is sitting here. Ran. No, literally ran physical running. Make sure, make sure he does not leave the studio. Uh, we have heard what he has said. Eh? Yes. Make sure he does not leave. And, and to start to engage. Are you the one we've been waiting for? So just a moment. You're too young to know that. So, so I'm, I'm just, no, please, I don't want to go into that, into the hierarchies and the rank and file and what. You understand? <laughs> but I just want you to know that the issue is, sometimes I was interested in, because, because of this massive move of Jesus, the massive move of Jehovah, I'm interested. When did Jesus begin this church? Okay, the church. Because we said for transmitting men, right? When did he begin the church? And then look at this now. Even the scriptures that ring in my head are when he's seated on the Mount of Olives, right? You remember Matthew 24 verse 3? Yes. Seated on the rock, Mount of Olives, and he's talking with the, the disciples came to him privately. He's talking. That looked like me, the first church, the home cell, right? So sometimes I'm interested in that kind of understanding. Another thing that comes in my mind, the Last Supper. Yes, again, he gathered them, right? He was talking to them there. Was that the first church? When did church begin? Where did it begin? How did, in fact, how is the question? Because we're dealing with how. Then I realized that by definition itself, by defining the church, uh, why am I going into this? I'm jumping the gun. This is ahead. But, but only the, the church, the church was called Ecclesia. Jesus called it Ecclesia. <laughs> Somebody tell me. Good morning. The, no, look, look at me. The church, like I said, is for transmitting mortal men to the everlasting life of God. But at that time, he has not yet gone to the cross and died and resurrected. Then I was able to retreat and realize that it was upon Pentecost. That's when the church was born. Because even him, he said, don't evangelize, don't go. After Pentecost, then go. Are we together? Somebody following me on a thing or two? Are you learning a thing or two? Can I expand for you something here? Look at this now. In Egypt... The lamb was slaughtered on the day of exit, right? 
on a particular day at a particular evening time and then 50 days later came the grand visitation of fuego fire from the smoke the fire from heaven on mount sinai 50 days later the big visitation now the fire from mount sinai oh, coming on mount sinai he said don't touch the foot don't touch the holy soil look at this now when jesus died he was crucified on the exact day when the lamb was sacrificed in Egypt. Exact day for day. Look at this now. At the exact hour when the lamb was slaughtered. In each hour also. Day and hour. That's why in Israel when we celebrate Pesach. They call it Pesach. Because Hebrews. Huh. So, Pesach. When we celebrate Pesach, which is your Pasaka, Pascha, in Israel, remember in the day of the lamb, when the lamb was slaughtered and then they came out, all over the world, the same time the world is celebrating Easter. Day for day, hour for hour, by design, from on high. By design. Have you heard? Are you following me? By design from on high. And then look at this now. He's, he's slaughtered on the cross. Exact day. Exact hour. Then, but in Egypt, after the lamb was slaughtered, 50 days later, fire, visitation from on high. Visitation from heaven on Mount Sinai. But here, after he's slaughtered on the cross, 50 days later, boom, the Holy Spirit, fire. Fire from heaven. Then I'm like, just a moment. Oh, so the church was never created by human hands. Hey, so the church was actually created by the hand of God himself. No wonder the rock that is meant to transmit you into the eternal kingdom of God kingdom now. So the church is the vehicle for transmission into the kingdom. Hey, am I together with anyone from Finland, a Finnish person here? I am with them. Very good. I, I tell you. So then I understand if everything is under such synchrony by design, then surely the church, even from the cross to the visitation of the Holy Spirit, the church was created from heaven. The church is not earthly. Then at that place right away, if this is the rock, on which now he launched this ministry. He launched this church. He launched the house of the Lord. The house of revival. House of visitation. Then he's asking the question. How about you? How about you? Is your salvation created on the earth? As you see elsewhere. Or oh, yours too, because you're on this rock by design, is designed from on high and is given to you as a privilege of the grace. Are we together? And we know the benchmarks we need to score if at all our salvation is created from heaven. Holy, heavenly, glorious, upward focused, not horizontal. There's so much. 
faithful, repentant, right? There's so much faith. It's a, it's a trustworthy, everything right there. Did you understand the probing I said I would do today? I said, I want to recalibrate. You know, when you recalibrate a, a scale, it's now sharper. It will now measure, if, oh, out of where it's been. Eh? So you set it again. Eh? If it is milk, you'll find this container that has been rubbed a bit. So they have been generally, there's some few dots marks there. So they pour just the milk up to some general area, less or more. Then now, what, what I do is very simple. I simply go and take the half liter container, the new one, and pour milk there to the exact. And then I pour now to this one. Making sure I don't leave a drop there side, right? I pour here. Where it reaches, I calibrate afresh. That's why I said I want to revisit the original blueprint of the church Jesus created and use it to calibrate you. Are we talking? <laughs> Are we talking together? Mazito, mazito, mazito. Ni mazito. Ni mazito sana. This is heavy. This is a heavy gospel. Hey. <laughs> and he's saying that the church therefore was created from heaven. And the bearers of that salvation too, if they are in that ministry that's embedded on that rock, their lives too at this late hour in the day must be heavenly. The church was created spiritual. Therefore, the subjects thereof, the beholders thereof, the congregants thereof, the Christians thereof, must be spiritual if it's this late in the day. Are we speaking or not yet? I think we'd rather be conversationing, right? I fear this thing here, the sun, it will go down. And then we will have to start again tomorrow. <laughs> I tell you, we're enjoying free light from our God. Can we clap for him? Let's clap to Jehovah for providing free light. Hallelujah. He provided the sun. He created it. And he makes the sun obey him. Oh, how mighty. And then when the two walk, when they walk into Menengai too, the sun says, we see you. We honor you. We recognize you. You are from the most high. Please, can you sit down? Hallelujah. So, mulikuja kabisa mukasema, mulihitu asubui mukaingia. Like, nimepata ujumbe sasaba na nikatoka sasikusita na nusu. Ulipata sasaba ukaruka inje. Ata sikubeba kitabu nimeenda kununua. No, when heaven calls. When heaven comes calling or knocking or beckoning, I tell you, everything drops and you find you are a few miles away. <laughs> I tell you. <laughs> that is it. That's what I said. Built on that rock. When the Lord speaks, you must obey. There is no question. Instant. There's no discussion. You say, on this one, please allow me. No, don't do that. Please don't do it. You are supposed to meet clients. So, uh, on this one, please, it's alright. Don't worry about me now. Just leave me alone now. This one is now personal, please. I want to go and sort out some issues about my eternity. And this is now personal. This is not shared. Hey, 
you see Mrs. Muraguri is here did not die. Ilikuwa mbaya sana, And lived and is now healthy. Did not die. It was very bad, very bad. Sit down my daughter. Thank you so much. The blessed widow of widows of the Lord. The widows of Jesus. They sit right at the center of my heart. Says the Lord. Hallelujah. So can I move on because people are tuned in uh, globally including Kenya and Tanzania and everywhere. So he's saying that that is how the foundation was laid. I've just been handling the laying, the laying of the foundation. And we realize that foundation now becomes the transmitter to the big, big kingdom. So the church was the vehicle to transmit the kingdom, you to the kingdom really, or to bring the kingdom, right? Oh yes. So if I look at that rock, it's only one rock, right? And I see it smart. It's smart a statue here. Sanamu, an idol. So where do people have the room for interfaith fellowship? Until they cannot even say in the name of Jesus. They say in his name, in his name. They say, no, you don't have to offend others. Hey! And then they say, sometimes they claim that there are many ways to get to the Lord. How can you say such a thing? Here it has come out very clear. It's the rock. It's one rock. The eternal rock. Everlasting rock. So now I have brought you to a place where now we saw that the Lord spoke. And when the Lord spoke, then he had to get it done. And I've spoken with you how he began to do it, to lay the foundation. And he laid it on the rock. So that it is him that builds the house. Right? That is not in vain. Right? We are all at this place. Is that right? And I want to share just a little bit to give an introduction for the next one. So then, at that point, the Lord, the Lord said, because now you've laid it on the rock, I see they're involved in some perilous behavior. Perilous behavior. Dangerous behavior. Some uh, reckless behavior, if you will. Can you now, now that you've laid it on the rock, can you now step forward and bring forth the correction that was promised. That was really the beginning of this. At that time, I looked at the church globally and I still do. Globally. You know, you cannot say that because Kenya has reached here so it is quenched. I still look at the other churches. And I know that we are headed to Finland. Is it in, is it in July? July or August? Which, which date did we give? So we are coming in August to Finland. Catch it. That is finished. And they are listening. They have heard me. August is better. So they have enough time to prepare. Yeah, so which means we have the Netherlands, then Italy, and then Finland. So this year looks like a European year, right? So now, look at this now. My son, I congratulate you, but I don't want to say it live. You know what I'm saying, right? That was big, right? Very big. So now, can you then step forward and bring forth the correction for which we built it? Are we together? Yeah. Why then? Which correction am I talking about here? This, I have a particular correction I want to focus on. Because when I looked at the church globally, when I do today still, I saw they were having a horizontal living. Horizontal living. Hey. Why? Because the gospel that was being preached them uh, was a horizontal gospel. 
the gospel that is communicating them uh, communicating them to the horizontal world connecting them horizontally to the world are you together with me now are you seeing the gravity of this all now oh yes connecting them to the earth to the just a moment to the perishable earth you get me right now yes now you understand me to the perishable earth to the temporary earth they are connecting there they are being taught how to live well there how to prepare for long life there and all that and yet right from the beginning i said by standing here and developing my own definition i know that the messiah came to bridge the earth mankind and god number two definition meaning he came to bring the god of life the eternal the, the eternal life of god to mortal men to perishing men dying men he came to the earth the messiah came to start the church to be able to transmit men into eternity that i know i know that role of the rock and then i'm looking and i'm checking it out and i'm seeing that they are simply living horizontally being preached to horizontally it's just horizontal living horizontal gospel they are focused here and now can that concern you doesn't that worry you oh yes so you understand what i was going through so he said go forth and bring uh, go and bring forth stand before them and bring forth that correction then it's now time and then that is when i stepped up and i said men of galilee people of galilee why stand ye here as though jesus of nazareth has not already gone to the cross gone to the grave gone down there resurrected and ascended on high and released everlasting life i asked it why stand ye here in shock and earthly living why i stepped forward that is when i began to preach to them eternity eternity with god why did i do so before we go to eternity before we go to that eternity it's a, you know that's a, a very big thing that you have the mightiest most glorified prophets of the lord home 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 the home the glory you the give the prophecy they say god the father is coming and he's going to settle on them as though he's saying out of all the earth only them are holy i can settle on right and they move with them like this and then it's a mighty thing and then when the two mighty prophets lord step forward like this and begin to preach like this he preach about eternity from beginning to end hey that is not small that is not small why because only they that have been to eternity can preach to you about that eternity i tell you i tell you so before we go my concern because i said but i know why christ went to the cross right why are they now living horizontal my concern was the following that which we are going to read real quick because of time my concern was the following that when the messiah went to the cross and suffered the travail he could easily be rubbished by people just living horizontal and when the day comes they're not prepared they remain 
the devil laughs again. My concern was that I know and I know and I know it. That when the Messiah went to the cross, died and resurrected, enraptured, sitting on the right hand side of the throne of power, I know too well that when he did so, he actually at one point, which we're going to read, let me derive it a bit. At one point, when he had just resurrected, wounds are still fresh. Wounds are still very fresh. Can I share with you a little deeper here? I'm now I'm global. I cannot share much secrets, right? So, um, I have met, I met the Messiah when he was very fresh. When the wounds were fresh. I met him. That should speak a lot, a lot to you, right? About this ministry. But what I'm saying is this. Even the hand. Okay. So, what I'm saying is this. At one point, when he's just resurrected, Matthew 28, I'm even going to read it really. Sometimes I don't want to do this, but follow me first. Follow me first. Follow me first. Follow me first. We're going to read it. I'll find it for you. When he's just resurrected, look at this now. Stone rolled away, right? And the tomb is empty. The tomb is what? Empty. Ladies first. The tomb is? Empty. Gentlemen, the tomb is? Empty. Together, the tomb is? Empty. empty. Hallelujah. It is empty. I worship a living God. I worship a living God. I worship a living God. That is all the difference between the God I worship and the other gods of the earth that the rock came and smote. <laughs> Sit down. Sit down, somebody. Sit down, somebody. We can easily turn into a crusade. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hey. He smote it. And so now, we are going to read it. But look at this now. Fresh, fresh, fresh wounds. When he had just resurrected, stone rolled away. They ran. Peter ran, John ran fast and found it was empty. And then ran, ran and everything. And I've always told you, I know everything. I went down, you see, with him. And then when he went up, he came like lightning like this. And the, the leopard was crossing like this. I, I've shared with people, you, and I'm global now. Please, I need to stop sharing. I need to stop sharing, right? I'm global. Sometimes this is for inside people. Because there are things Jesus shared only with only a few. Hallelujah. The inner ones. This you cannot share everywhere. But anyway, so, and you've known about this ministry in that way. But I want to share the following. Fresh, very fresh. The wounds are fresh. Everything fresh. He's just, she, they're looking around. They're looking around. They, they, the man went. The man went away. They looked, did not see him. So the cloth, the linen folded there and so forth. They went away. But the ladies... Hallelujah. Thank God for the ladies in the house of the Lord. The holy ladies. The holy ladies. The holy daughters of Jehovah. Thank God for them. Thank God for the holy daughters of Yahweh. In the land. Hallelujah. So it was such a situation. It was such a situation. The men have run away. They have gone. They can't find him. 
And the, the lady said, no. So, so for us, we are going. We are, we are now going, please. Eh? We are going. You people are not going. No, 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 no. You, you go. Me, actually, I even have nothing to do at home. I have nothing to do at home. No, I just want to stay here a little longer. I just want to find out where they put my Lord. I just want to stay a little longer. No, you people keep going. I'll join you later. Allow me just arrange some flowers here. Hey! The ladies in the house, the daughters, the holy daughters of God. I tell you, I just want to stay a little longer. What will you do here? No, if I even have so much, I need to arrange the flowers. I need to arrange more flowers and put flowers. I don't know where they'll put my Lord. These people, you just show me, I'll take him. And as they remained there, then he appears, he looks away. They thought he's a gardener. Sir, please tell me if you know where you, if you, if you, if you put him somewhere, I'm going to bring him. Where are you hurting us? But they're crying there. Sir, tell us where you have put him. If you have put him somewhere, I'll go and bring him, collect him back here. Put him in his grave here. So, this story. Then it turns like this. Mary! And Mary, she heard and remembered, this is the Lord! <laughs> Running and crying and falling, almost grabbing him. He said, Mary, don't touch me now. I have not yet entered. I need to enter. I'm still fresh. Yes, I'm still dripping. I need to enter. I need to enter and drip it on the mercy seat. I need to enter. I have no Mary, don't touch me. Woman, don't hold me. I ain't entered yet. I have not yet entered. Meaning, I need to enter. Allow me to enter. In other words, Mary, woman, don't touch me, woman. I need to enter up there and anchor them and anchor the souls of man on the mercy seat of God. Do you know what an anchor is before we sit down? Do you know what an anchor is? If it's a sheep and it's coming, they throw it in front, it's a rope. I don't know what type of rope really. I'm always shocked. It's a rope and they tie it on a metal out there. Anchor. So whatever happens, that sheep cannot live. Right? I need to enter there and anchor the soul of the church. I need to anchor the souls of man on the mercy seat in the throne room of God. So there were two ascensions. The first ascension happened within the graveyard space. He went up and he entered and touched the blood on the mercy seat. And they atoned for all the sins. And that's where he anchored the souls of all that believe that Christ Jesus is Lord. And he said, on this church, on this rock, I'll build my house. Before we sit. So he anchored it. He went and anchored all souls, including not yet born. And now, 
Look now. For those that choose him and walk in righteousness. Look now. However much the wind is what? 